is the Equity Experience Podcast, a space created for every educator or school leader who is authentically pursuing equity and inclusion in their classrooms and schools. I'm your host, Dr. Carla Manning, and I welcome you. Good day to you. Good day to you. And welcome to another episode of the Equity Experience Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Carla Manning. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. As you all may or may not know, I am a diversity, equity, and inclusion consultant. And with my business, the Equity Leadership Group, we provide professional development trainings. We provide curriculum development support, as well as strategic planning services. And so within the past 12 months, we have been engaged in a lot of work of professional development. And so in having conversations with teachers and having conversations with school administrators, I thought it would be a good idea for me to share with you some insight on what professional development may look like for you for this summer. So I'm going to share with you three areas of professional development that as teachers you may wish to engage in. And then, of course, as school administrators, these are areas that you can engage in for your own professional development as a leader. And then, of course, areas of PD for your teaching staff. So the first area, without a doubt, and one that we can probably guess, is social and emotional well-being. These past 18 months or so, 12 to 18 months, have really caused a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, and even trauma for some of us. So it is important that we address these anxieties and traumas that students and children may bring to the classroom. Some of these stresses and traumas may have come on from COVID. Some of these may have come on from other racialized incidents. So it is important that teachers and school admins pay attention to the social and emotional well-being of their children and students. Under that, it is also important that we pay attention to the social and emotional well-being of our teachers, okay? This is so important. My entire dissertation focuses on self-care and wellness for teachers. And so I'm a huge, huge advocate of teachers engaging in self-care and teachers really paying attention to their own well-being in an effort to avoid teacher burnout and just to stay happy, right? (laughs) Just to stay fulfilled in this work of teaching, it is important that we take care of ourselves. And so social and emotional well-being for our teachers is another area. And then right under that, it is also important that we pay attention to the well-being of our school administrators, okay? This has not been easy for our leaders as well, having to transition to online learning, having to put plans of action together for reopening schools, and then as well for administrators who were engaging in work of racial equity or equity and inclusion, there may have been additional anxieties that may have come about as well. So it is important that we pay attention to the well-being of our principals, as well as our superintendents and district area administrators as well. So hats off to all of you who have really persevered, who have chosen to be resilient while still being present, not only for yourselves, but for the children and families you serve. So without a doubt, without a doubt, the first area of professional development to pay attention to is that of social and emotional well-being for the students, for the teachers, as well as for the administrators. Okay, area number two, area number two, make sure you write this down, building leadership capacity for educational equity and inclusion. I'll say that again, building leadership capacity for educational equity and inclusion, okay? This is so important. 
so important, okay? And having conversations with many principals and superintendents over the past few months, one thing is clear. <laughs> one thing is clear, and this is told with total respect, with the utmost respect for all of my administrators. But one thing is clear is that a lot of our principals and superintendents need support with building equitable and inclusive schools and districts. This is almost a fact, okay? A lot of our principals and superintendents need support in this area. And a part of that support is just building the capacity, right? Developing the knowledge, developing the skills, developing the confidence to have these conversations and to do this work. So building leadership capacity for educational equity and inclusion is a major area of professional development that could certainly deserve some attention this summer. So here's some areas to think about within that area. Here are some specifics. So here's one thing that I've come across is that school leaders need support with developing strategic plans for equity and inclusion. So developing strategic plans that focus on action steps to help drive equity within a district. So strategic planning for equity and inclusion is an area of PD for leaders. Another area of PD for school leaders is building confidence, right? Developing confidence and strengthening confidence with facilitating difficult conversations. Facilitating difficult conversations. A lot of our school leaders need support with building confidence in this area. I believe that folks may want to have the conversations. They may think that the conversations are necessary, but just may not have the confidence to actually facilitate the conversations, may not have enough experience with facilitating these conversations, and just may not know the know-how, right? Just may need some support with guidelines and even talking points. So that is another sort of micro area within building leadership capacity. And then another micro area is strengthening relationships, right? Strengthening communication and strengthening relationships, particularly with parents and families of color, particularly with parents and families of color. A lot of principals and superintendents need support in this area, particularly for my principals and superintendents who are white. Okay, this is important, and I'm just going to clearly say it, particularly for my principals and superintendents who are white, a lot of support is needed with strengthening communication and relationships with parents of color, with families of color, with communities of color. So a lot of work needs to be done in this area. And if you are a principal or a school leader, I'd encourage you to consider this as an area of PD for your school if necessary. All right, so let's just do a brief recap. So we have three areas of professional development. The first area being social and emotional well-being for students and teachers. And then the second area is building leadership capacity for educational equity and inclusion. And then the third area, yes, 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 I have to say it, I have to, is teaching for anti-racism, okay? Teaching for anti-racism, leadership for anti-racism, teaching for racial equity, leadership for racial equity. Okay, we need more specific conversations that are addressing racism, race and anti-racism with our schools and districts. A lot of work is needed. A lot of support with educators and school leaders is needed. And a lot of change needs to happen. Right. We need to start seeing some change in our outcomes and in our results as it relates to addressing racial equity. 
So here are some micro areas, right, for teaching and leadership for anti-racism. One micro area is analyzing textbooks, okay? Continuing this work of analyzing textbooks and really thinking about curriculum, okay? A lot of targeted work is needed within that specific area. Last summer, a lot of teachers did some work with throwing out textbooks and rethinking their classroom libraries, but this work still needs to continue on, and it needs to continue on within different content areas. So we can expand our thinking for analyzing textbooks for not just language arts and English and social studies and history, but we can think about this within all of our content areas, within math, within science, within arts, within dance music, et cetera. So analyzing textbooks for biases is extremely important. Another area for teaching for anti-racism involves having conversations with young people that specifically focus on race and racism. So conversations about how to facilitate racial dialogue with young people is also important, okay? A lot of young people are very much interested in having conversations about race, racism, and anti-racism and as teachers and as the adults in the classroom, we need to be available to support our young people with these conversations. And a lot of educators may not feel confident with facilitating these dialogues because a lot more work is needed within that particular teacher with being more competent and being an anti-racist or anti-biased educator. So if you are a teacher and you know you need more support with having conversations with young people, I would also say that this is because you may need to develop your own confidence and awareness and understanding in this particular topic as well. So the more confident you feel about facilitating these conversations, the more effective you'll be with having these conversations with young people. And then lastly, with teaching and leadership for anti-racism is being willing to confront and address how racism operates within classrooms and schools. Okay, this is so important. We cannot ignore the fact that there have been decades of research, documented practices and policies of incidents that have taken place where children of color have been violated, where children of color have been traumatized, have been even oppressed and abused because of their racial identity. This is so important. And so we need to be willing to confront and address how this operates with, again, like I mentioned before, thinking about a strategic plan. So these areas of PD operate together because we need to understand holistically how we can create classrooms, schools, and school districts for educational equity and inclusion. So thank you for listening to this episode. Again, to recap for this summer, three areas of professional development. We can focus on the social and emotional well-being for students and teachers. We can focus on building leadership capacity for educational equity and inclusion being area number two. And then area number three is teaching for anti-racism, leadership for anti-racism. We always need to be cognizant of how we are addressing all of these topics within our schools and districts. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Thank you for your support of this podcast. Feel free to contact me. Feel free to communicate. Feel free to engage in dialogue. I love, love, love having conversations. 
My email is Carla at equityleadershipgroup.com. And that is Carla with a K, Carla at equityleadershipgroup.com. And feel free to check out the website, www.equityleadershipgroup.com. Just spend some time updating and revising the website. So be sure to check it out and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter. Every week we send out resources, tips, and strategies for helping you to build equitable and inclusive classrooms. So make sure you subscribe to the weekly newsletter as well. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Equity Experience Podcast. Until next time, be well and be blessed. Take care.